holy. Be Holy is a broadcast ministry of believers dedicated to saving the souls of all men and women. We teach the words of God that people all over the world may hear the voice of God and obey Him. God doesn't want to show us His wrath or His anger. He just wants us to repent and be holy. And after one repents, he or she can be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, but certainly not before they repent. Listen, we really can't even discuss prayer until one repents. Yes, hell is making its way towards the unrepentant heart, but it is Be Holy's commandment and mission to warn everybody, not to control, to warn. The Word of God is spirit and it's life. That's why we take the Word of God seriously. We're not using shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We're not trying to trick anyone or change the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all those who are honest and live by truth. They know the truth. They realize that we are telling the truth. Listen, friend, we've been preaching and teaching for over 20 plus years and the Lord Jesus is satisfied with our efforts and we want to keep it that way. Next on Be Holy. You know, sometimes we preachers don't preach right. We just don't. Be holy. All right, listen, we want to welcome everybody back to Be Holy. We're glad that you're with us on today. Today's a splendid day. You are splendid people. I play, I play, I pray that you're blessed. <laughs> I pray that you are blessed beyond what you could ever imagine or think because those are the kind of blessings he has. Far beyond what we could even imagine or think. He has those things for us. He, he has more than that. More than that. Who would have ever thought that we would need salvation? Who would have ever thought that? No, us. No, we we were look. We were satisfied in our sin. You know, we were, and some of us still are. You know, hey, we still got time though because God gave us another twenty four hours to get it right with Him. But we still need salvation. He gives us twenty four hours to realize that we still need the salvation. We still need to take part in what He's already set up. It's his world. It's not our world. Regardless of what people think, it's his world. And we might as well play in his world and live in his world because we sure going to die in this world. But he's going to raise us up again to live again, just like he did himself. Just like God was raised from the dead. Just like, well, not God. The flesh of God was raised from the dead. The son of God was raised from the dead. And so, because uh, God don't die, you know. So the flesh of God dies and is raised from the dead. And when we talk about Jesus and and uh, resurrection and living again, the only reason we talk about that is because that's what he did. He said what happens to him, he had the first fruit. It had to happen to him first so that we could experience the same thing. Same thing. So when we see people leaving, we have loved ones who leave and have left. Don't fear. We'll see him again in another world, another dimension. We'll see him again. Don't worry. You know, yeah, we'd love to be able to talk to him. We'd love to be able to hold our hands and, and speak with him. And, and, and yeah, but hey, God has allowed us to live through that thing. Like I asked you the other day, name one thing that you have not survived. You can't because you're still living And so you survived everything And when our loved ones leave We'll survive that too But we'll see him again Because God has said that thing He's going to wipe away all the tears He's going to wipe it all away Now uh, Head on over to Podbean.com And download the broadcast Share the share the share the share And play and play and play Until you can't share and play no more 
share these broadcasts. It might help somebody. It might not help you. It might help somebody else, though. You never know what people are going through. People need a little uh, uh, insight here and there, a little hope here and there. You know, uh, sure, we can we can do our fire and brimstone preaching when we need to. But just like God says, there's a time and a place for everything. Sometimes it's not the place for the fire and brimstone. Sometimes it's not the place for the hope. But God will show us what we need to do or he'll speak through us. And then therefore, there it is. And so like the opening says, us ministers, man, us preachers, man, sometimes we just don't preach right. And we're human beings, so we're not going to always get it right. But it's just, just a lot of times we just we just don't preach right. And so I'm going to show you some insights to this. And it's right there in the Bible. And it'll help you to, to decipher and discern how you believe things and how you uh, chase after the word of God. How do you uh, how you obey the word of God? Because there's certain things that are in play that you have to know. There's certain things you just have to know and certain things you have to know how to respond to those things that you have to know. And so sometimes us preachers, we get up there and we, you know, uh, we push it. And we're the we've got the truth and and this is the truth and you need to have the truth and that's true everybody needs to have the truth but sometimes people aren't ready for all the truth sometimes they're only ready for only 10 percent of the truth sometimes they're only ready for one percent of the truth sometimes they're only ready for zero point zero one percent of the truth but either way god knows what his people need and we as preachers we have to start actually uh and not that we don't i'm just saying sometimes we have to really look at that sometimes we're just not preaching right we might be saying the right things but the delivery sometimes be it can be wrong for the situation you kind of get what i'm saying like if if you're if your church is uh got a lot of hype to it and uh they invite me there i'm not gonna add to the hype because i don't have hype all I have is what God gives me at the moment And whatever he doesn't give me I don't say I mean I know uh, Certain things that the Bible says right But if God don't bring those things To my remembrance while I'm up talking And speaking I don't say them Or matter of fact I totally forget them Until he actually brings it up to me And then I know it's him because I'm not thinking like that So Sometimes preachers, we as ministers and preachers, we, we preach the wrong way. And so <clears throat> you're looking for me to have hype. I don't have any. Or maybe you're maybe your your congregation is more of a a learning congregation, a uh, an astute congregation, you know, a congregation. It's it's really looking into what's being said. And then I come in there with the hype and it'd be wrong. You get what I'm saying to you? But at the same time, it could be right. Maybe God's bringing some hype to you when you need it. Maybe God's bringing you bring bring some uh, uh, in-depth studies when you need it. I don't know. We just have to follow God. But where I'm gonna show you this, I'm gonna show you this. This is First Corinthians uh, chapter two. Uh, we'll start at verse number one. First Corinthians chapter two, verse number one. It says this: When I first came to you, Paul's message of wisdom. Uh, when I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words. Hmm. When I first came to you, I didn't use lofty words. 
and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. That's when he first came to him. I don't know what he did after that, you know, but the first time he came, he didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom. In other words, maybe he used that before. I don't know. He just said on this. Here is talking about when he first came to them. God used him another way. I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. Verse number two. For I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Christ Jesus. So I didn't preach anything but Christ Jesus. That's all I talked about. Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus. The one who was crucified. So when he first came to them, he spoke this. Christ Christ crucified. That seems remedial, doesn't it? That seems like, why would he just say that? He's Paul. You know, uh, he can do some miracles. He could do this. He can do that. He said, when I first came to you, I did not use lofty words and I didn't use impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret. I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Christ Jesus, the one who was crucified. Verse number three, I came to you in weakness, even timid and trembling. Hmm. I came to you in weakness. I don't know if he was tired. I don't know if he was sick. I didn't know. If, uh, if it, I don't know. It just says here, timid and trembling. I don't know if he was scared or nervous or what, but he did not use lofty words and impressive wisdom. Yet he came in, 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 in weakness and he was timid and trembling. Verse number four. And my message and my preaching were very plain. Listen to that. My message and my preaching was very plain. Rather than using clever persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Ghost. So there are times when he would use clever speeches or maybe or maybe other people were using it. I don't know. It said here that he came in plain verbiage. His speech was plain. Rather than using clever, persuasive speech, I relied only on the Holy Ghost. Verse number five, I did this so that you would not trust in human wisdom, but in, in the power of God. Because people tend to do that. The smarter you sound, the more they tend to uh, think that you're smart and believe in you. The more persuasive you sound, oh, the, the, they just believe in you. Uh, look at politicians. People believe everything they say. I believe some of the things they say. You get what I'm saying? They're persuasive. Well, he didn't do that. He came in plain speech. The message was plain. Verse number five. I did this so that you would not trust in human wisdom, but in the power of God. He did this so that we wouldn't trust in or they wouldn't trust in, in human wisdom. And I'm glad that we can read that now because that's all church is most of the time. I mean, like a lot of the times you have to do that kind of stuff when you're trying to uh, uh, grow a, a television ministry or, or something on television. You have some kind of a um, a charisma, if you will. You have that kind of thing because you have to draw people and get looks and like. But some people just have it. They can come in plain speech, right? Listen to that. They can come in plain speech, right? And because God has people to follow them, they, they just people just follow them people love what they're doing as plain as it is but here he's saying he used plain speech so that people would actually 
trust in God and not human ability. Because sometimes we as preachers, we get up there trying to show people we can do this and we can do that. And I'm better than the last preacher and this, that and the other. Well, okay. In verse number six, it says this. Yet when I am among mature believers, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not of the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world or to the rulers of this world who are soon forgotten. I don't use that wisdom. No, the wisdom we speak is of the mystery of God, his plan that was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. That's the kind of wisdom he's using. Well, preachers, we got a lot to work on. Just make sure that you're presenting whatever it is God gives you under the anointing of God and not your own anointing. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. Our Be Holy podcast is at Podbean or contact us at beholy116 at gmail.com or 614-268-7757. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. And for your convenience, you can now text the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. Again, the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. And we thank you for your support. Be holy.